Welcome to All Angles Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Hunt, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about evergreen content that always brings in new inquiries. Within the last half year or so, I have not been marketing my photography services at all, not really on Instagram, not on any other platform. And the main way that I have been marketing is just by having my organic website search and also the evergreen content that I have created over the years. This is a powerful way to get out of that rat race of having to constantly be posting on Instagram all of the time. And so I want to teach you in this episode how to create evergreen content for your own business so that you can bring in new inquiries in this organic way. So in this episode, you are going to learn what evergreen content is, how to even know if you're creating a good piece of evergreen content. We're also going to talk through how to create it in the first place and also how to use Pinterest in conjunction with your blogs that you do create to optimize for SEO even further. So without further ado, let's get into this packed episode for you so that you can bring in more inquiries this year. You are listening to All Angles, a business and photography podcast that truly hits on all angles of creating and sustaining a fulfilling photography career. Hosted by Claire Hunt, a former pediatric trauma nurse turned wedding photographer and educator. Every two weeks, Claire brings you tangible and actionable tips that help you improve your dream business, all while providing you some encouragement along the way. For marketing, client experience, travel, content creation, productivity, and more, grab your coffee, because we're about to hit on all angles of running your dream photography business. Welcome back to the show, friend. I am so excited that you're here, so let's just go ahead and dive right into it. What is evergreen content in the first place? Evergreen content is search-optimized content that is continually relevant and stays fresh for a long period of time, as the name implies. If you think of an evergreen tree, for example, those live throughout many, many seasons, and they usually live a very long time. And this is what you want to think about whenever you're creating evergreen content, because you're pretty much set for life as soon as you publish an evergreen blog, but it's content that does not become irrelevant over time. After hearing the definition, you may be thinking like, okay, I could see how any kind of blog could be evergreen, but really it's different. Organic search has the power to consistently bring new people and new eyes onto your content. So this is where any kind of blog can be so beneficial for your business and also pairing it with some of the strategies that I'll be sharing in this episode. But evergreen content is different in that it's something people could search for literally forever, pretty much. And you may need to make some tweaks or updates to it, but the content pretty much stays the same no matter the season, no matter the year, no matter how much you evolve as a photographer or entrepreneur. So think of evergreen content more as staple foundational pieces of information that never become irrelevant. Now let's talk about why it's important to create evergreen content and why this should even be something that you consider this year and how it does actually bring in new inquiries for your business. So when you create blog posts that are evergreen, you are creating a way for your dream clients to find you online through search engines. This is powerful because you know they're actually searching for the foundational stable information that you are providing. And when paired with your content marketing, either through Instagram or email marketing, this allows your readers of the blog 
to get to like, know, and trust you. This is building that like, know, and trust factor as a business owner and as a human being. And on the plus side, if and when someone joins your email list or follows you on social media, they'll hear from you again and again and again, which creates something that we like to call top of mind awareness in marketing. And this just simply means that they think of you first when it comes to your area of expertise. So no matter your niche, even if you're here and you're listening and you're not a photographer, when you can provide valuable information that helps people solve their problems, they will want to use you and your business again and again and again because they know it works and they know they can trust you to deliver on the promise that you've given on whatever service or offer or product that you are promoting. With all of that being said, I did want to mention that just because your content is evergreen or you do have evergreen pieces of content, that doesn't mean you should stop producing new content. So I know I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that I don't really market my photography services on Instagram, but I do market in other kinds of ways to continue to be relevant to anyone who does find me from my evergreen content. So just so you know, you want to have a combination of both evergreen and current posts so that your business stays relevant because I just want you to imagine going to someone's website or their Instagram and you then see that their last post was two years ago or you see that the last thing that they shared on their blog was two years ago, you might wonder if that business was still in business and chances are you're probably gonna go with someone else who's still actively posting and obviously working. So that's why it's important that your business continues to post active content too, even if your marketing strategy looks different and not like everyone else. So just wanted to mention that, that while evergreen content is powerful, that doesn't mean you can just post evergreen and be like, okay, peace out to everything else. I don't ever have to post anything new again. And actually, Google loves to see that you update old blog posts. They love to see that you create new content. So just wanted to mention that, that your business can look different than everyone else's. And also it's important to have a strategy behind it as well so that you do keep that top of mind awareness and that like, no and trust factor does continue to grow even when potential clients stumble upon your evergreen content. If you're wondering now what actually makes a good piece of evergreen content, then there are a couple of things that you want to keep in mind. Your evergreen content needs to be in-depth. You want to have 2,000 or more words in your blog post or on a landing page. I'm not going to get into specifics of if you should have a landing page versus a blog post. I think either are totally acceptable. It depends on how you want the format and the layout to be. And if that can be done in a blog, then I would say just do it in a blog. But I have seen some more evergreen pieces of content that are kind of like a magazine. It's like you're referring people left and right to this page and that page and this blog that you wrote. And so one example of that is having like an elopement guide for getting married in a specific location. And this photographer has like decked it out with everything they know about getting married in that location and linking to even more resources that they've created around that topic. So that is a great example of evergreen content, but it also doesn't have to be that in-depth. A blog post is totally acceptable too for creating evergreen content. An example of an evergreen blog that I actually wrote was the best Colorado wedding venues because I was moving to Colorado. I also wanted to research the best wedding venues so that I knew which ones I kind of wanted to like market to 
or potentially buy a styled shoot ticket to, et cetera, et cetera. And so I started creating this blog and that is my top performing blog and it has been performing so well for me. I have gotten bookings from that blog and I know because my clients have told me that they found me through that blog. So just know that it could be something as simple as the best wedding venues or it could be something as elaborate as your entire elopement guide of everything a client needs to know about getting married in a location. So whenever I say your blog or evergreen piece of content should be in-depth, really what I'm meaning is that it should just answer every question that your potential client could have about the blog topic. So if it's best Colorado wedding venues, for example, we'll just stick with that one. I have the capacity for the guests. I have how far away it is from Denver. I have my top description words of like how I would actually describe the venue. So whether that's mountainous and modern or barn-like, you know, those kinds of things, very helpful. And then even including image examples for your potential couples, if that's relevant, whatever they could possibly need or want to know about the best Colorado wedding venues, you want to have it included in that blog. So that's the first thing is just to have your content be really in-depth. The second thing is that it should be regularly updated and fresh. So for example, if you're writing this blog on the best Colorado wedding venues, if you end up shooting at a venue that you're like, hey, this actually wasn't great, or maybe this venue is not in business anymore, you want to go back and update it if needed so that it's relevant to the reader whenever they get to it. And then finally, your content should be easy to share. You want to make it as easy as possible for your potential clients to share with their friends and family and people that they think might be interested in what you've written. So it's a good idea to have a catchy headline that will get them excited and then a short but informative description on the post and everything that they will learn inside of it. So building evergreen content, it doesn't have to be super complicated or overwhelming. So we're going to get into the steps now of actually creating your evergreen content to consistently bring in new inquiries. One thing that I did want to mention really quick is that this is a perfect episode to get out your journal or notebook and jot down some notes and steps we're going to walk through. So the very first thing that you want to do is actually do the research on your dream clients and what they are actually looking for online and searching for so that you can create this SEO user-friendly content. If you don't know what SEO means, it means search engine optimized. So this is where once you have like the best Colorado wedding venues blog, you will actually have people searching best Colorado wedding venues and your blog will be the one to pop up as long as it is actually optimized for Google and for the search engine. This is the most important step because there is no point to creating evergreen content or any kind of blog if it's not optimized for the search engine. So if you have no idea about SEO, like you have zilch, nada, nothing, you got no recollection of anything about SEO, none of your blogs right now are showing up on your Google search console, you're not ranking for any keywords, if that's you, then I highly recommend and I want to welcome you to check out my course, Book It. There is an entire lesson on SEO in the program and I've had Many students tell me that it's their absolute favorite just because of how packed with information it is, but it's also not overwhelming. I don't know about you, but so much about SEO from my perspective felt like it came from a bro marketing kind of vibe and still used a lot of jargon and it did not make sense. 
So if you're wanting to learn how to get on page one of Google and you don't know anything about SEO, this is going to be a very, very important first step to either do your own research on and see what you can figure out or join a course that you know is proven to get you on at page one of Google. And that would be book it for you. So check it out. I will have the link to the course in the show notes and description. I am running a sale right now on the program, so don't miss it. Are you a wedding or elopement photographer who wants to learn how to attract, book, and serve your dream couples within the next three months? If so, inside my course, Book It, you will go from barely booking or accepting weddings just for the income to fully booking it with dream couples that you're actually excited about. This program has served over a hundred students and they've gone from not knowing where their next inquiry is coming from to consistent inquiries that convert into bookings. Instead of running their business, with no plan, they are standing out from the crowd with consistent marketing and a strategic website that books their dream couples. They've gone from serving budget shoppers to raised prices, booking their highest packages on repeat. I'm talking like $5,000 packages, my friend. After 90 days of learning and implementing, you will build or rebuild your business to become profitable, sustainable, consistent, and fulfilling. If you're ready to get clear on the next steps, you should take for your business in order to book out your calendar, then book it is the course for you. But let me just tell you, it's not only a course. You also get access to monthly Q and A's with me each month, and you can learn more about what's included and join through the link in the show notes and description. If you would like to make sure this is the next best step for you, feel free to DM me on Instagram at it's Claire hunt. And I truly cannot wait to meet you and serve you in this way. Let's get back to the episode. You know, I'm not just going to leave it there. So let's talk about a few ways that you actually can do this research on your dream clients and what they are searching for. The first way that you can do this is through keyword research. This is the way that I usually do it the most. I also recommend asking your past clients or even current clients, like what were they actually searching for whenever it came to XYZ? You could post on Instagram stories and utilize polls or the multiple choice boxes, even the question boxes of like, what did you search for whenever you were looking for your photographer or what blogs were really helpful to you whenever it came to looking for your photographer. If you have an email list, you could send out a survey to any of your subscribers just asking like, what was your biggest struggle whenever it came to topics so that I can create content For you and for people who are just like you who are searching for XYZ, and I think that that's a powerful way to utilize your email marketing list as well whenever it comes to research. So once you hear enough from your audience and your dream clients about what they want to know more about and learn from you, then it's time to create that content. So number two, I want you to create a list of those blog post ideas that you got from your clients or from keyword research. Whatever kind of research that you did, you're going to create a list of blog post ideas around that. I would then kind of go back to the questions that we were going through of like, okay, how do I know if this is a good piece of evergreen content? And I would really evaluate each type of blog post that you have written down to just see what feels the most relevant and just pick one to start with. Once you know which one you're going to start with, the next thing that you're going to want to do is to create the outline for your blog post. So that's point number three. And how I usually do this is just to ask myself the question of, 
what is the end goal or the end result of this blog for the reader? And then thinking about the steps needed to get them from point A, which is their starting point, to point B, which is the end of my blog and how it helped them. So writing down an outline of your major talking points will help you stay on track and making sure that your points are hit and that you're not just rambling on and on so that your content is actually helpful and valuable because chances are you also want them to take some sort of action like downloading your freebie or inquiring with you or staying on your website longer and linking them to other products or freebies or blogs. So just think about that too whenever writing your outline of your major talking points. The fourth step is to actually write your blog once it's outlined. So this is the part that overwhelms most people, including myself, but it actually can be very simple. So just build on your major talking points that you laid out in your outline, and you can use examples, stories, ideas, statistics, photos to illustrate your points. And I even just want you to think about this podcast and how I give you guys examples and ideas with the points that I make throughout the episode. Doesn't that make it easier for you to understand what I'm saying or what I'm teaching? So don't forget to do that. And then also don't forget to include internal and external links. This is really important because it helps you get better rankings on search engines and it helps your reader learn even more relevant information about the topic that they're trying to learn about, which again, this just creates that top of mind awareness and marketing. Your fifth step is now to create your blog graphics that you can pin to Pinterest. Pinterest is a great way to drive traffic to your website and blog posts because just like how Google is based on SEO and keywords, so is Pinterest. If you didn't know this, Pinterest has over 450 million monthly active users and two out of three of those people say that they go to Pinterest to find new ideas, products, or services that they can trust. Like these are people who are ready to buy. So when you utilize Pinterest properly, people will be able to find you and your content, which means more awareness for your business and more inquiries. And the best part about Pinterest is that this is where evergreen content thrives. Instagram is great. Email marketing is great. But Pairing your blogging with Pinterest is a powerful way to have more organic leads coming in on the daily without you having to actually be present or constantly posting on Instagram, which don't forget what we talked about near the beginning of the episode. It still is important, but these two things paired together, it's very powerful. When you do actually create these graphics, you want it to be very clear what they're going to get whenever they do click through your pin. So make your graphics on brand, make it very clear, make it enticing, make it interesting for them to want to actually save your content and pin so that their audience also sees your pins. And I will say that you don't only have to do just graphics. You can absolutely include your photography as well with an optimized title and description that has a bunch of the keywords in it that also will get it in front of your dream audience for whatever they're searching for. But just know that graphics can be even more powerful than just a photo because it tells them immediately what they're going to click. So for example, we'll go back to the examples again. For the Colorado wedding venues blog that I've been mentioning to you, if I have an image of a beautiful wedding day at one of those wedding venues, that's great. I can pin that for sure and just have the title be Best Colorado Wedding Venues and optimize the description. But if you have a graphic that says 
the 30 best Colorado wedding venues for your modern wedding day or something like that to really make it enticing and very clear as far as like the style that I like. It's modern. It's not the barns. You've probably heard me talk about that. That is where your evergreen content will really, really, really thrive on Pinterest and get shared and saved more. And not only will it get shared and saved more, but it's also going to be put in front of the right people. Your sixth step is to optimize for SEO if you haven't already. Optimizing your blog post for search engine visibility will have a significant impact on the number of inquiries that your content does generate, just like we talked about already. So just know that that's very important because if it's not optimized for SEO, it's not going to show up. So you want to be sure to choose the right keywords, optimize your blog graphics, write catchy meta descriptions, use the right URL structure for your posts, and even make it easy to share on social media. You don't want to stuff the post with keywords, so keywords are very important, and you do want to include them so that the search engines know what your blog post is about, but you also don't want to stuff it. So just optimize for SEO. And again, if you do need to learn more about SEO, that is totally okay, and I welcome you to check out Book It. The seventh and final step is to publish your new blog. So congrats, this is the exciting part. And I will be the first to tell you that I have absolutely published blogs that are done and they're not perfect. So done is better than perfect. You can always go back and add new things or edit things. And just remember that it does take Google a while to actually crawl through your blog and index your website so that it will show up on Google. So it's really, really important to start working on your blog posts and publishing them as soon as possible. It's not something that you should wait on. That way you can start bringing in new inquiries. If you never publish, you're not going to see the new inquiries come in. And just to give you a realistic time frame, it can take anywhere from three to six months for Google to actually start showing your new blog or even new page on your website in the Google search. So Keep that in mind, publish it, get it out there into the world, keep making it better, keep updating it. So you have done it, my friend. You have posted your first evergreen piece of content. And really, truly this year, that's when I started to notice that I've had even more traction on the SEO work that I've done with this evergreen content. So it takes time. And some of the blogs that I've written that are now showing up on page one of Google, it took about a year to get there. So just don't get discouraged. This is a long-term marketing strategy. It's a long-term game for your business. It's not something like Instagram where it's immediate gratification and then in 24 hours, it's disappeared. So don't get discouraged. Absolutely make time for blogging and evergreen content within your marketing strategy. And I really hope that this episode was helpful for you and gave you some clear steps on how to begin with evergreen content and if you have any questions, my friend, about anything mentioned in the episode or about Book It, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at It's Claire Hunt. You know I would love to hear from you. And I will see you next time, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'll be back in your ears with more photo biz goodness every two weeks, so be sure to subscribe to the show. If you're loving the episodes, I want to welcome you to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify so the podcast reaches more listeners just like you. Also, it lets me know what you enjoy hearing the most, and I promise it really goes a long way. If you're ready to dig deeper, save yourself time, and master all angles of running your dream photography business, I offer one-on-one -on -one mentoring, 
group mentorship programs for wedding and elopement photographers, and resources to make your business work for you instead of the other way around. The links to all of these offerings will be in the show notes and description, as well as any freebies and discounts mentioned in the episode. Until next time, my friend.